You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, Vital Nutrients, offering a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Well, I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products which help support optimal immune function, including quercetin, NAC, Viracon, and Allerc. Quercetin supports healthy sinus and respiratory function. NAC delivers antioxidant support. Viracon is a unique herbal formula for comprehensive immune system support. And Aller-C provides respiratory histamine and sinus support. I'm so impressed with these products that I took them with me on my recent trip to Iceland. For more information and to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients products are formulated by healthcare professionals utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine, America's foremost program on health, medicine, and nutrition, featuring the latest on both conventional and alternative therapies. Now, here's Dr. Ronald Hoffman. Welcome to Intelligent Medicine. I'm your host, Dr. Ronald Hoffman. It's uh, my favorite time of the week because I get to share some vital information with you via the airways, 877-726-8255. The subject, as usual, is health, the best of natural medicine, the best of best of high-tech medicine. We put those together for you each weekend, and uh, we're going to cover a lot of ground. We have some uh, interesting stories for you today. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, COVID, of course. Yeah, COVID's still in the news, and uh, the new bivalent vaccine that is directed at Omicron. Uh, we're going to talk about uh, uh, how lack of sleep may set the stage for inflammatory disorders and um, some new information that uh, babies actually can taste things while still in the womb. 877-726-8255, our number. We invite you to call. You can come directly into the doctor's office and pose a question or share a comment. That number, 877-726-8255. Okay, let's go because, well, it's fall and it's getting cooler. Uh, this morning uh, in New York, it was a cool 56 degrees with a breeze and uh, required a little bit of a sweater or a hoodie to comfortably go outside. And uh, the concern is that especially this winter, people are going to suffer due to the cold because of soaring energy costs. And uh, that may particularly afflict people in Europe, but also in the U.S. Uh, people are going to have to pay big bucks for uh, home heating and uh, workplace heating. And so the concern is that uh, people are going to suffer the consequences of cold exposure. But they may be a plus side to this, according to some of the latest research. Um, I personally expose myself to the cold and the elements because of something called hormesis. Hormesis, spelled H-O-R-M-E-S-I-S. -S. You can look it up, but uh, essentially it's um, a little bit of um, whatever might kill you uh, might make you do better. Whatever kills you makes you, whatever doesn't kill you makes you stronger. 
that's a principle of nature, and we see that in plants. Plants exposed to uh, stress uh, make more healthful substances. That is known to winemakers. A little bit of stress improves the taste of wine, increases their polyphenol content, but also a little bit of stress, uh, either cold stress or heat stress, uh, or exercise stress, for example, or maybe a little bit of fasting, uh, can actually boost our resilience. And when it comes to cold exposure, uh, there's some new evidence that that may be beneficial. Uh, I personally, uh, especially during COVID, when uh, they shut down the pools, uh, I started swimming much later into the season than I usually do, uh, usually out on Long Island. And uh, it's in the seawater, uh, a protected bay, where there's not lots of waves, it's usually pretty calm, but the water temperatures uh, descend gradually from uh, the high 70s or the low 80s in midsummer uh, down into the 60s and even into the 50s. And I'll tell you that um, while 56 degrees may seem rather balmy on land, uh, in water, it's the kind of thing that you can give you an ice cream headache. It feels absolutely frigid. And you have to wear a wetsuit, uh, a few millimeters of neoprene to protect yourself from the cold, particularly if you're going to spend uh, more than a few seconds in the water. Uh, if you're going to take a 30 or 40 minute swim, uh, that's a different thing. But it does something to the body. It uh, makes you shiver at first, and then uh, it releases a lot of endorphins and you develop a feeling of well-being. And there are actually people who cultivate this. Uh, they swim throughout the winter. And that is definitely not me. I uh, closed down the swimming lane in uh, mid to late November. That's about as far as I can go here in the Northeast. But there's some people who are practitioners of this year-round. And according to uh, a review of 104 studies on cold water swimming, uh, they found significant beneficial effects from cold water swimming, including increasing something called bat fat, brown adipose tissue. And there's two different types of fat. There's the white type of fat that is just a depot for energy and makes you flabby. And then there's brown adipose tissue. And that's a kind of fat that is good fat and in fact, uh, increases what's called thermogenesis. Uh, it's a type of fat that increases fat burning. So the more bat fat you have, and generally by adulthood, you have very little, unless you deliberately expose yourself to cold, and then you increase your amount of brown adipose tissue. And uh, what they found here is uh, benefits in terms of uh, cardiovascular uh, risk uh, and uh, body weight. Uh, inflammation, blood circulation, immune system, and oxidative stress. So um, this is uh, an interesting study. And, it, and in the wake of that study comes another study. And this is truly amazing. Get ready for this. Could cold exposure, especially shivering, combat type 2 diabetes? Uh, this is a study presented at the European Association of Study of Diabetes uh, conducted in the Netherlands. They say that uh, shivering upon repeated short exposures to cold improves glucose tolerance, 
decreases fasting blood glucose and lipid levels, markedly reduces blood pressure. So what they did is they uh, administered 10 daily one-hour sessions of shivering to diabetics. These were type 2 diabetics, not insulin-dependent diabetics. Type 2 diabetes is usually associated with overweight and can be treated with a very low-carb diet and exercise. But in this case, they gave them 10 daily one-hour sessions of shivering at 10 degrees centigrade. So translation, 50 degrees. And at 50 degrees, you're going to get cold within an hour. They did it 10 times for one hour at 50 degrees. And that led 85% of participants to show a drop in fasting glucose. There was a 32% drop in lipid levels. That's reduced cholesterol, which is phenomenal. It also caused a blood pressure drop of around 8%. And what they're saying here, it has something to do with brown adipose tissue, but shivering itself is like a form of exercise. Uh, the muscles contract involuntarily, thereby generating heat, and there's energy expenditure. And they say that, um, quote, in a similar way to saunas and steam rooms, there might eventually be cold rooms where people go and sit in the cold room and shiver, or possibly patients who attend hospital, and shivering is induced under controlled conditions. So, uh, fascinating uh, study invoking the power of cold. And yeah, you can set your thermostat down this winter and experience some of this. And, uh, you know, while a lot of people think your teeth are going to be chattering and, you know, this is going to be a terrible imposition on us, there may be a silver lining to the cloud. We'll have to look at uh, worldwide uh, diabetes statistics after this uh, cold winter uh, when fuel is in short supply and energy costs are astronomical to see if it has any impact. Fascinating study. 877-726-8255 or number. We invite your phone calls. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman and this is Intelligent Medicine. Do your current probiotics offer diversity? The primary goal of your probiotics is to help create and maintain a healthy gut microbiome. We often think more is better. But taking high doses of 50 or 100 billion probiotics can work against you. The most important factor is diversity, not quantity. Look for a formula that has multiple strains of probiotic flora expertly fermented to contain postbiotic metabolites, which have been shown to help digestive and immune health, our gut-brain function, and more. The worldwide leader in fermented postbiotic health? Dr. O'Hara's Probiotics, the number one probiotics in the world for direct delivery of postbiotics. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics uses a multi-year fermentation with 12 proven probiotic strains producing over 500 postbiotic metabolites, certified vegetarian and free of gluten, allergens, and GMOs. So say no to quantity and yes to diversity. Dr. O'Hara's probiotics are available online and at natural health retailers nationwide. What do you picture when you think of aging well? Daily energy and vitality, a healthy sex life, maintaining your ability to heal and regenerate? Berkeley Life is dedicated to making these visions a reality. Their supplement supports nitric oxide levels, a foundational molecule supporting a healthy cardiovascular and circulatory system. It's never too early to start aging well. Head to agewellbl.com slash Hoffman and use offer code Hoffman for 10% off your first order and free shipping. That's agewellbl.com slash Hoffman for Berkeley Life nitric oxide support supplements. 
If chocolate is your weakness, the real chocolate decadence of Flava Naturals Performance Chocolate can be your strength. Extensive research demonstrates the remarkable benefits of daily cocoa flavanols on brain function, heart health, and full body performance. But you'd have to eat five or more ordinary bars a day to get those benefits. Flava Naturals chocolate, cocoa powder, and beverages deliver five to nine times the flavanols of a typical dark chocolate bar. I use it every day. For more information and order, just go to flavanaturals.com. That's flavanaturals.com. Back to Intelligent Medicine, Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you, our number 877-726-8255. And please note that that number is available to you not just during the program. We invite your calls uh, now or in the next hour, uh, but it's also available 24-7, 365. So you can record a question, as did this individual. Let's hear it. Yes, my question is, I had a stroke, a brainstem stroke, and I'm looking at doing ozone therapy do you do it? Okay. Uh, so the question is about uh, a brainstem stroke. So let, you know, let's talk first about uh, brainstem strokes. You know, a stroke can occur in any part of the brain, and uh, depending on where it occurs, it affects the body differently. So a stroke that occurs uh, in uh, the thalamic area of the brain uh, can affect um, uh, your ability to uh, move. You can have uh, what's called uh, hemiparesis. It's usually on one side uh, versus another, and you might have uh, right or left-sided weakness, or you might have a facial droop. Uh, if it affects uh, the memory center of the brain, uh, you will have problems with recall. If it affects the speech center of the brain, you're going to have problems with uh, speech. Uh, in some cases, it may affect uh it may cause what's called expressive aphasia. That's uh, the speech uh, limitations. Uh, you could also have something that affects uh, vision, uh, hearing, etc. But when it affects the the brain stem, the brain stem is the very primitive part of the brain that con uh, controls involuntary things like blood pressure, heart rate, uh, and breathing. And so it's a very tricky kind of stroke to deal with. And, you know, from the way you're talking, it did, you know, a little bit of effect of speech, maybe, but maybe that's your ordinary speech pattern. Uh, but um, it's likely you're experiencing all kinds of uh, weird, uh, bothersome symptoms uh, after a brainstem stroke. Uh, so you know, what can you do uh, in the aftermath of a stroke? Uh, is it possible that ozone therapy can help that? Well, I happen to know a fair amount about uh, ozone therapy because I studied it extensively in the 90s and I actually uh, administered it uh, for a while. Uh, I no longer administer ozone therapy, but I know of other doctors who do. But using ozone therapy for a stroke, especially um, a long time after a stroke has occurred, is a little bit like uh, hitting a Swiss watch with a hammer. It may help, but it may also damage or break the watch. It's kind of a desperation move since nothing else seems to be helping and they're offering you no other recourse. Um, I have uh, reviewed a study uh, that was done in China, which looked at the administration of ozone for stroke. And it is kind of inconclusive, but suggests at least that there's a theoretical basis for administering ozone that'll get to the brain that will somehow revive uh, tissue uh, around the stroke. When a stroke occurs, there is uh, tissue that actually dies. 
irreparably. It's not going to come back. And then around the stroke, there's something called a penumbra, which is kind of a shadow of uh, brain cells that are damaged and don't perform well, but have the capacity to regenerate. And that's the target for a lot of stroke researchers. Can, you know, the dead cells, they're, you know, can't be resurrected, but can the penumbra cells be revived? Can they be helped? And there's some research on, you know, not so much uh, ozone therapy, but on hyperbaric oxygen to revive the penumbra. In other words, you go into a chamber and at high pressure, you breathe a high concentration of oxygen and that uh, may help to revive the cells. Uh, that, I think there's better and more established research and that therapy is probably safer uh, than ozone therapy, which has uncertain benefits and you know, certainly may have uncertain risks. Uh, there's also some interesting research uh, lately on omega-3s. And uh, taking oral omega-3s may be helpful preventively for limiting the damage of a stroke. But once you have a stroke, uh, that's not enough. So the new research, uh, and I have it here from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, uh, is to use a intravenous lipid emulsion it's given via the vein or via central line uh rich in omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acids uh to elicit a what's called a pro-resolution lipid meteor mediator response there are things called spns specific pro-resolving mediators and you could buy them as supplements you can take them orally but they're not as bioavailable when you take them orally uh, as when you administer them intravenously because they go right into the tissue at very high concentrations and they may help to it may help those things push them past the blood brain barrier so that the brain benefits uh, in these studies, um, they suggest, and the inference is, and this is from animal research, and then they translated it to human research, uh, that this may eventually uh, be a treatment for inflammatory conditions, conditions like rheumatoid arthritis or multiple sclerosis, uh, but also uh, for stroke. And you're going to say, well, where am I going to get that? Dr. Ahmed, do you do that therapy? Well, it's highly experimental. It's not standard therapy and you can't ask for it in a hospital or doctor's office, but it's going to pave the way towards, uh, you know, eventual utilization in the future. And we hope that uh, that future is not too far distant. Meantime, you can take lots of DHA orally, and you can take a product called SPM. SPM is uh, also kind of the business end of the omega-3s that reduce inflammation, and that may help your situation. So there you have it. Thanks very much for your question. 877-726-8255. Keep those calls coming. I'm Dr. Ronald Hoffman, and this is Intelligent Medicine. We wouldn't go a day without washing our hands, brushing our teeth, and washing our nose. Whoa, wait, we wash our nose? Yes, the number one place where bacteria, viruses, and pollen enter your body is through the nose. So the average person breathes over 23,000 times a day. That's 23,000 opportunities for bacteria, viruses, and irritants to get into your nose and make you sick. For an extra layer of protection, wash your nose with Clear. That is Clear, X-L-E-A-R. Clear's drug-free nasal spray features xylitol, an ingredient proven to block adhesion of many nasty bacteria and viruses, and effectively clean, not just rinse like a saline. 
but wash your nose. Clear nasal spray quickly alleviates congestion, opens your airway, and ensures your body's natural defenses are strong. Read the research studies for yourself at clear.com. That's X-L-E-A-R.com. Protect yourself from the pathogens and junk you breathe. Pick up a bottle for you and your family today. Welcome back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman here, 877-726-8255. I'll give you a preview of our uh, upcoming newsletter. We're going to be talking about uh, diet and supplements for athletic performance. I'm going to do a thoroughgoing review in our next newsletter. So uh, sign up at drhoffman.com and have it delivered to your mailbox uh, each week. Uh, since we're on the subject of uh, omega-3 fatty acids, by the way, our number 877-726-8255 for questions this hour and next. Uh, since we introduced the subject of omega-3 fatty acids uh, for stroke, uh, let's talk about uh, some of the astounding latest findings about the benefits of uh, omega-3s. Uh, there's... A study, it's a brand new study in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition uh, entitled, there's a mouthful, get ready, Omega-3 Polyunsaturated Fatty Acid Supplementation Improves Post-Absorptive and Postprandial Protein Metabolism in Patients with Chronic Obstructive Pulmonary Disease. Okay, so translation. Uh, they're patients with uh, severe COPD, otherwise known colloquially as emphysema, um, they up an enormous amount of energy just breathing, and there's a tendency for them to become frail. Uh, there is what's called a catabolic effect, or in another medical word, they develop cachexia, which is uh, kind of a wasting syndrome. And it defies medical management. Yeah, they can give you drugs so that uh, you can reduce the inflammation, but it's a condition that is really hard to treat. And so they did a study looking at the effects of omega-3 fatty acids on the incorporation of daily protein uh, useful for maintaining lean body mass and supporting muscles in patients with COPD. And here's what they found. Daily omega-3 polyunsaturated fatty acid supplementation for just four weeks. Imagine if the study had been longer. But, you know, it's expensive to do long studies for months and years, and it's hard to assure compliance. So you can give people supplements for four weeks, make sure they take them. But, you know, if you want to do a study for like uh, two, three, four, five years, that's going to be tough. It's going to be expensive. Uh, it's hard to make sure that you can rely upon the patients to take the supplements that you give them. And so they did a short trial. Daily omega-3 polyunsaturated fat, fatty acid supplementation for four weeks induces a shift towards positive daily protein homeostasis in patients with COPD in a dose-dependent way. In other words, the more omega-3s they took, the better the protein preservation in their muscles and the uptake of protein for muscle uh, for muscle rehabilitation. So uh, daily doses up to 3.5 grams of EPA and DHA were well tolerated. Well, 3.5 grams of EPA and DHA, to get that, you may need uh, four or six capsules of omega-3 per day uh, or a liquid form of it. 
but it, it really worked and it, it made a difference in these patients with uh, COPD. So uh, what they're saying here is, uh, in summary, uh, that there is uh, a considerable rationale for giving omega-3 fatty acids to patients with uh, chronic respiratory disorders, uh, emphysema, which can be the result of smoking or can be the result of chronic asthma or the result of uh, multiple lung infections. Uh, and um, uh, it also, uh, in some studies, reduces the inflammation that occurs in respiratory diseases because there's a lot of inflammation in asthma, there's inflammation in COPD, and omega-3s can be anti-inflammatory. So very cool study. Uh, here's another one. And here, they instead of using uh, EPA, DHA supplements, they used krill oil. And I have to say, I've been a little skeptical about claims of uh, about krill oil. I don't think krill oil is necessarily better than fish oil. But krill oil, after all, is loaded with omega-3s, uh, EPA and DHA, and also contains some astaxanthin. And it's said to be in a form which is well-absorbed. Uh, the problem with uh, krill oil, generally the capsules are small, so to achieve high doses, they're comparable to taking, uh, you know, four or six big fish oil capsules, you got to take more capsules of the krill. But they're making big capsules now, so that may change. Uh, this is, again, from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition. Krill oil improved osteoarthritic knee pain in adults with mild to moderate knee osteoarthritis. This is a six-month trial, and they gave folks uh, krill oil uh, compared with a placebo, and the knee pain scores improved. Uh, knee stiffness and physical function uh, improved, and um, what they found also is that uh, there was um, uh, increase in mobility. And what they're saying here is that uh, this is something that should be further examined. Is you know that EPA and DHA are anti-inflammatory. They attribute the benefits mostly to the EPA and DHA. Astaxanthin is an antioxidant, so there may be some additional benefits. Uh, but um, cool study suggesting that um, indeed omega-3 fatty acids, whether you get them from krill oil, in my opinion, or whether you get them from uh, you know ordinary fish oil capsules, uh, is not really that relevant to the outcomes. And finally. Uh, Pre-pregnancy fat intake in relation to hypertensive disorders of pregnancy. A lot of women develop hypertension in pregnancy. They, the worst consequence of that is they can develop a devastating condition called preeclampsia. And they did a big study uh, looking at uh, about uh, 11,500 women who participated in the nurse's health study uh, over a period of nearly 20 years, 1991 to 2009. And they... Uh, assessed pre-pregnancy dietary fat intake. And what they found is that the amount of trans fatty acids that they consumed, and remember, this study was done in the era before they were banning or limiting trans fats. Now, trans fats are in the crosshairs, and they're taking them off the market. But in the 90s and early 2000s, they were still prevalent. You could get Crisco, you could get margarines that were laden with trans fats. Uh, baked goods were full of trans fats. Um they found that trans fats definitely increased the incidence of high blood pressure of pregnancy and also preeclampsia. Uh, but 
conversely, the intake of especially uh, linoleic acid, which comes from seeds, which uh, can be a precursor to uh, beneficial things like GLA and DGLA, uh, these things actually had a preventive effect. The effect was less robust for omega-3 fatty acids in this case. So, But the fat that you eat, it's not fat per se, not bad, but the types of fat that you eat uh, can influence your risk of problems in pregnancy. So while we're on the subject, uh, this good segue, You've heard me talk about my preferred fish oil brand, which is Vital Nutrients. It offers a line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 solutions. Well, there's more, because I'm happy to report that they also offer a great line of premium quality, clinically relevant, professional-grade products, which help support optimal immune function, including quercetin, N-acetylcysteine, or NAC, NAC, Viricon, and Aller-C. Quercetin supports healthy sinus and respiratory function. NAC delivers antioxidant support, by the way, good for the lungs. Viricon is a unique herbal formula for comprehensive immune system support. And Aller-C is a great form of vitamin C, which provides respiratory histamine and sinus support. I'm so impressed with these products that, well, I threw them in my suitcase and took them along with me on my recent trip to Iceland. Yeah, just kind of an emergency backup plan, fortunately. Uh, I didn't come down with anything, but for more information to order, go to vitalnutrients.co. That's vitalnutrients.co. Vital Nutrients products are formulated by healthcare professionals, utilizing peer-reviewed research, bioavailable and bioactive ingredients in therapeutic doses. I take them and use them in my practice. Just go to vitalnutrients.co and check them out. And they also have a great line of 11 ultra-pure omega-3 products. You'll find whatever you need there. 877-726-8255. And uh, while we're talking about uh, various medical conditions, well, uh, what about gout? Uh, gout is a condition that's associated with high uric acid. Uh, there's a great book on the subject of uh, the problems with gout and high uric acid by my good colleague, Dr. David Perlmutter. And it's called Drop acid, i.e. get your uric acid down because it's important from a health standpoint. Well, high uric acid can result in gout in the joints. It can result in uric acid stones in the kidneys. So we want to prevent that. And uh, in the book, Dr. Perlmutter points out that various supplements can be beneficial, including vitamin C. And while Vitamin C, there's a concern that vitamin C may somewhat increase the risk for a type of kidney stone, oxalic acid stones. It reduces the risk of uric acid stones. And in this study, in the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, vitamin C reduced the risk of new gout diagnoses uh, in a group of uh, nearly 15,000 male physicians the amount of vitamin C that they took uh, was modest. It was just 500 milligrams per day. Uh, they also took vitamin E. Vitamin E didn't help. 400 IUs every other day, not beneficial. But the vitamin C made a difference. So the question in my mind is what would have happened if they'd taken more vitamin C, perhaps 500 milligrams two or three times daily, uh, which is 
something that I would prescribe for gout. But in this study, nonetheless, they found preventive benefits against gout from vitamin C supplementation. 877-726-8255, remember, and this is Intelligent Medicine. As an Intelligent Medicine listener, you know how important it is to ensure that your supplements are genuine, safe, and effective. But vetting your sources and tracking down the exact products you need can be a hassle. That's why I'm inviting you to browse my online supplement dispensary at drhoffmanstore.com. We stock only the highest quality supplements, some of which are very hard to find elsewhere. The very same supplements I prescribe to my patients and take myself. My specially curated professional-grade supplements are fulfilled via the Fullscript network. Fullscript is the safest and most convenient way to purchase my medical-grade supplements. Buying through Fullscript offers fast shipping, optional refill reminders, a mobile-friendly site. It's safe, secure, and HIPAA-compliant and offers world-class support. Just go to drhoffmanstore.com to sign up for your free Fullscript account. You'll also receive free shipping on all of your store orders. That's drhoffmanstore.com. drhoffmanstore.com. This is Dr. Ronald Hoffman. As you know, I'm a big proponent of CBD to tonify the endocannabinoid system. I've found that it helps people relax and can support restful sleep, a real breakthrough in herbal products. The CBD brand I take personally and recommend to my patients is Plus CBD from CV Sciences. And now I'm excited about a new natural wellness line from Plus CBD, CBD Calm and CBD Sleep. CBD Calm helps ease tension, soothe irritability, and contributes to a greater sense of contentment through a blend of Plus CBD's award-winning full-spectrum CBD, plus L-theanine, and 5-HTP. CBD Sleep aids occasional sleeplessness with CBD plus melatonin, as well as soothing magnolia bark extract and relaxing lemon balm so you can get the rest you need and wake up alert and focused. Both products are backed by science with clinically researched active ingredients. To learn more and to order, visit pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman and use coupon code HOFFMAN30 for 30% off. That's pluscbdoil.com slash Hoffman. Back to Intelligent Medicine. Dr. Ronald Hoffman with you. Our number 877-726-8255. And that is a conduit for you to call in and record a question anytime you like during the week, 24-7-365. And let's hear one of those calls. Hi, Dr. Hoffman. I had a question regarding allergies and asthma. I never had asthma before in my life and was just diagnosed with restrictive airway disease, which I'm told is the precursor to asthma. And I want to know how I can calm my immune system down. It seems to be allergic to everything. And how I can feel better. Okay. Uh, so when you say you have restrictive airway disease, I think you may have inadvertently switched terms because uh, asthma is, it's restrictive, but it's actually the term used as reactive airway disease. In other words, uh, that your uh, bronchioles, little tubes in your lungs, go into spasm uh, under certain circumstances. And uh, then it's harder to get air into your lungs. And it's harder to get air out and it becomes a vicious cycle. So uh, when it comes to asthma, uh, 
it's a whole subject and we could go on and on about what you could do. And when you have a lot of allergies, uh, you may want to go on to uh, a low uh, antigen diet uh, where uh, you're avoiding the most common triggers for asthma. They would be wheat and dairy. Uh, but, you know, there may be other triggers for dairy, other, uh, other triggers for uh, al allergy um, that are specific to you. But it's worth the trial of a gluten-free, dairy-free diet to begin with because that helps a lot of people. Uh, you also want to take inventory of what's happening in your environment, in your house, you know, whether you're using a lot of cleaning chemicals, whether you have good ventilation, whether you have mold exposure. These are some of the things that may be um, uh, asthma triggers. Uh, also, and this picking up on a subject that we talked about earlier, uh, remember we talked about uh, omega-3 fatty acids for COPD. Well, you don't fortunately have COPD yet, but omega-3 fatty acids can be very helpful in uh, reducing the severity of asthma because they're anti-inflammatory. Uh, other things that can be helpful, uh, there's quercetin and vitamin C, which have anti-allergy effects. Uh, there's some new things. There's some called uh, black seed oil or nigella sativa, uh, which is um, coming into its own as a treatment for inflammatory disorders. And remember, asthma is both inflammatory uh, and allergic at the same time. Uh, there's also concerns about the gut microbiome. You know, balancing the bacteria in your intestinal tract may have an impact on systemic things like asthma. So, you know, getting on a healthy diet, uh, reducing the amount of things that damage your microbiome, even too many antibiotics may damage the microbiome. So, you know, often people with asthma, they get lung infections, they're put on antibiotics, try to minimize that, try to replete the beneficial bacteria in your gut and uh, take uh, healthy insoluble fiber, which uh, is prebiotic and promotes the growth of beneficial bacteria. Uh, there's some information about vitamin D in relationship to asthma because vitamin D is an immune modulator and that may help to tamp down the inflammation. Uh, some people uh, have to go on a low histamine diet because when we measure their histamines, they're sky high. And uh, that means eliminating some foods that ostensibly seem pretty healthy, like uh, berries, for example, maybe high histamine or fermented foods, which you tend to think of being good for the gut. Well, maybe they're histamine inducing. Uh, certain aged meats are high in histamine, so you can look up low histamine diet. You know, best to do some of this under the guidance of a nutritionally oriented physician, because if you try everything at once, you might get confused. Uh, there's evidence that uh, something called apigenin, which is uh, derived from celery, can be helpful for asthma. And uh, also uh, tea has anti-asthma effects. Um, and uh, particularly oolong tea may fight allergies. So if you get a hold of some oolong tea and drink that, actually some asthma sufferers, when they don't have their inhaler, uh, it's kind of an emergency situation. They say, brew me a cup of tea, and they get relief. So uh, there's a variety of things that uh, you can try. Uh, but uh, make sure you have adequate magnesium because magnesium prevents spasm. And there is an element of spasm, of, again, as I said, of the bronchioles. And magnesium can help to be a hedge against that. But yeah, lots and lots of omega-3 fatty acids. And you may try something called uh, SPM, Specific Pro-Resolving Mediator, which is a product available from certain companies that really uh, accentuates the benefits of fish oil. Uh, some some evidence on vitamin E, but not uh, the type that's in cheap vitamin E supplements. Gamma tocopherol, 
seems to be helpful uh, versus asthma. So maybe these are some of the things you can try. Uh, also, ginkgo biloba. Interesting. You know, we think of ginkgo biloba as a circulatory enhancer, something for the brain. Well, in some studies, ginkgo biloba uh, can be helpful for people suffering from asthma. So a lot, of, a lot of things I threw out there, but, you know, these are some of the strategies that are worth investigating. 877-726-8255, our number. And um, this item on, uh, again, from the American Journal of Clinical Nutrition, very good issue this year, this week. Um, causal associations of alcohol consumption with cardiovascular disease. Now, we were told that uh, alcohol could reduce the risk of cardiovascular disease. But in this study, very little benefit of alcohol, maybe just a little benefit with very small amounts of alcohol consumption, but very quickly, the risks escalate. So they said the risk of cardiovascular disease and all-cause mortality was increased by 27% in individuals who consumed even moderate amounts of alcohol. So this notion, drink wine or drink alcohol to reduce your risk, not really valid. 877-726-8255 or number.